Oh, hi everyone. It's me, Dom, and welcome to Dom Meets World. A lot of you have been asking for me to get my own show. Well, the day has finally come. Yes, sir. We got singers, dancers, chefs, and the original cast of Boy Meets World. And we have a ton of amazing guests coming up, so make sure you subscribe, follow us on all streaming platforms. And today, I'm going to be joined by Maddie Healy himself and the one and only Taylor Swift to talk about their budding new romance. Hit it, Johnny. No, I'm kidding, but Taylor Swift is the musical guest today, so stay tuned for that. First, though, let me tell you what's about to go down in this crazy world. Each week, I'm going to have a new guest come on to continue my journey since leaving the perfect match. And folks, it's going to get real. We're going to dive deep into dating life, along with all things related to relationships, heartbreak, dating, advice, and so much more. This week, I'm joined by one of my closest friends, the amazing, the spectacular, the posh. The beautiful. The beautiful. The sexy. Sexy. The big bummed, big boob big goddess. Bum. Vicky, she's got a bunda. She can twerk the best in the world. Chloe! Woo! <laughs> oh, okay, thank you for that intro. I need you to follow me everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Just like big batty gal good evening. I'm always I'm always I'm always gonna be your biggest hype person. Always. Thank you. I love you for that. Congratulations always. on the show. Thank you so much. I have the perfect person to talk about today's topic heartbreak hell yeah <laughs> we've got Such so much experience yeah. <laughs> if you guys don't know she was on a show called perfect match with me she held me down we were really close in the house and i'm just so happy that you're here to talk about what we're talking about today do you remember our handshake at all no you don't remember yeah handshake. do you remember it i think so you're, you're done. done. There you go. <laughs> okay, your ring really hurt me. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll... We used to do that like every day. Every day in, in the villa. <laughs> whether we were crying, screaming, yeah. whether we were angry, happy, in love. I was like, I, I remember being on the show and then you came in and it was like a breath of fresh air. Like we instantly kind of like just got on. You're welcome. You're <laughs> Oh, the feelings weren't reciprocated. <laughs> yeah. No, they were, yeah. It was quite a few people said that to me, though. They were like, Chloe, like, it was so depressing before you came on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you watched the show. It really was. I mean, for me personally, it didn't really get that much better. <laughs> it kind of just, like, got worse as time went on. Slowly, but gradually. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it ever... Like, from the first episode, it was like, oh, nice, there's drinks, free drinks, there's free food. Yeah. And then it was just a steady decline. Yeah. And then it was like, <laughs> I have to drink to mask my emotions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it was like, oh, the show's done. It's all over. Yeah. And it was like, no, it just kept on getting Where's worse. my counselor? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where is Chloe? When I walked in, though, you were fine. You looked fine anyway. You, yeah. Smiley, happy. Yeah. I mean, I was just happy that someone... Was also entering the, the, this hell of yeah. mine. <laughs> oh gosh, I'm so glad I came in on episode four. I don't think I would have been able to deal with the first few episodes. I think you came in at a pretty good time. Yeah, same. Yeah, and I mean, like you, I was just chilling. Yeah, and I mean, you didn't really have to do much either. No. In terms of like, what do you call it in the UK? Grafting. 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 You yeah. have to do much grafting. Graft. You've grafting. got a really good British accent. I watched a lot of uh, Love Island UK. Top boy. And Top Boy. We need to get you on Top Boy. Yeah. 
I'm the man's on the block, yeah, pushing peas, fam. Listen, yeah. Don't know about me, don't know mm. about me. I'm Chloe V. Dum, 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 dum. Do you not know that song? No. It's a really famous <laughs> song in the UK. Do you not, does it, no? Okay, what about the drummer? Ask the drummer if he knows that song. Johnny, do you know what she's talking about? <laughs> no. No, it's fine. I don't know either, Johnny. Great. Um, so how's everything been since the show? Everything's been fine, yeah. Did you have like a sort of like, like afterwards, <sighs> did you date or did you kind of just like, because I mean, we, I think the entire world knows that our perfect matches weren't our perfect matches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was, yeah, that, that was hard to keep a secret because so many people would come up to me in the street <laughs> when I'm with my current partner <laughs> and they'd be like, so where's Shane? <laughs> I'm like, um... I'm not with him. <laughs> I'm with someone else now. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just weird because they would look at me in disgust. Yeah. Like, oh, you're not with Shane. You're cheating on him with this guy. And I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I feel like people don't understand don't understand the concept that like it's not happening right now. Yeah. But we can you know? educate them. Yeah. We can educate everyone. Like it takes years <laughs> to edit. Like, too hot to handle. I was waiting over a year for it to be edited and to come out. That was like me in the mall. Like, it took like a solid year and a half. Yeah. And then Perfect Match came. Perfect Match was like a, like a year. Yeah. Well, back to your question. When I first come off the show, I didn't jump straight into dating. Yeah. I needed to just... Decompress. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was... I mean, it was just like six weeks of us literally dating in front of like 12 camera people yeah. non-stop. Do you know what? The fun fact, that Perfect Match was the first show I've ever done where they actually follow you with cameras. Oh, if you raised your voice like slightly up an octave, yeah. it was like Steve was full-on sprinting down, up the stairs, yeah, like just, ready. Like five cameras yeah. <laughs> running towards you and you're like, whoa. They hear a whimper, they're there. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like I remember when I started crying and I ran towards the bushes. <laughs> And I was like, <laughs> and I just hear foot, footsteps, just like scatter, 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 scatter. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what? Yeah. And it was the cameraman. Yeah, that was like me. When like I, this in the bushes. Yeah. That was like me when I started crying. Mm. It was like one minute I'm like. Oh, they rule over you. Yeah. And then a tear rolled down my face. I blinked and the entire crew was right It was there. like that. And I was like, oh, no. And it, and then it started raining. People don't know that about it. You know when I'm like, why is it raining? Yeah. Right after I said that, it actually started pouring rain. No. Yeah. Why didn't they show that? Uh, I guess it was just funnier for me to just say, yeah. why is it raining? But it actually started pouring rain. That's insane. And I was like, this is just the universe It's probably just to- me jumping in the pool again. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the question was, am I dating or how was my dating after the show? Both. Okay. So, I mean, like, how okay, you said you had to decompress after the show. So, how long after the show would you say it took for you to, like, get over everything that happened? Mm, and I would say about five months. Yeah. Good five months. I didn't really speak to anyone. I was just, like, family. Like, every time I come off of a show to decompress, I need to be around my family. Right. So, like, I'll sit down with my mom. We'll have, like some Chinese takeout food. Right. Like, for, like, at least a week. Real cozy. Like, she knows that I'm hibernating at her house. Did they... Chilling. Do you feel the same way about, like, heartbreak? Are you the same way? Like, after, like, a big heartbreak, are you? do you spend oh, yeah. time with family? And, oh, yeah. 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 I do... I hop the rounds. Yeah. So I'll go around my mum's and my dad's. 
I'll sit there on the sofa and I'll like cry. She'll like comfort me, get me a hot water bottle. And then I'll just drive to my nan's and then yeah. I'll sit there for a couple of days. It's like family rehabilitation. Yeah. So you don't do like the, what do we call it, the HOE uh, phase? What's that? When you just, you go through a heartbreak and you just kind of wild out. What do you mean? What, like the hoe phase? Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. want to say it. I've but... had many, many <laughs> hoe phases. I love it. Do you think you just kind of like... It's just liberating. I feel like now, yeah. Like no one ever tells you this, but like I feel like I was tricked into being an adult. Yeah. And I, didn't, I don't want to be an adult, never have. I feel like to get over those emotions of a guy breaking my heart, I'm just like, I just want to go on a rampage. Mm -hmm. And it's like liberating to kind of like own my body and use it how I want to use it, you know? Yeah. Because there's so many people that shame us for that. And No, I... Hey, get it how you live it. But yeah, love it. But at the minute, no. I mean, even after Perfect Match, I didn't have a, a phase. It was more like a, yeah, it was a family phase. Yeah. And how do you feel about, like, the difference in the dating world and, like, because reality TV, it moves really quickly. Mm -hmm. It's like you're with somebody 24-7. Literally. So it's like, how do you feel about, like, adjusting from that? Because I know for me, it was, like, tough to be, like, go from being around somebody 24-7 non-stop with no distractions and then you get off of the show? I mean, I don't know what... <laughs> to be honest with you, I was okay with that part only because, like, I'd done six shows prior to that. So mm -hmm. it's almost like, like sad to say, nature? but it's like hardwired into my head yeah. to just, like, detach. Mm -hmm. Or towards the end of the show to kind of just go into this little funk of isolation in my head. Like, and it's not healthy. Yeah. <laughs> it's really not healthy to have to hardwire myself to be like separated and isolated from people. But to, the heartbreak side of it, I was really upset towards the end of Perfect Match because of what I was obviously leaving everyone and you and like the friendships we'd formed and stuff. Yeah. Going back home. Like, it's always hard when you're actually on your own. But that's why I go back to family. Yeah. All right, so are you dating anyone currently? Oh, just anyone? jump right into no, it. My fault. Okay. <laughs> let, me ease, let me ease up. Let me warm up. Let me get into the layup line real quick. I love quick. you. Let me, I love you. <laughs> let me lay up. Um, yeah, I am. Yeah. I am dating someone. I mean... And it's been really weird. Really weird. Because... I've, I'm one to... Fall, I mean, you've seen it firsthand. Yeah. I fall in love really quickly. Yeah. But I just feel like the first few months of the relationship, I was like worried, mm -hmm. thinking like I always fall in love really quick, mm -hmm. jump in too fast, ignore any signs that this guy isn't really going to suit me. But one thing that I have learned is that they don't have to be a bad person for them not to suit you. Because mm -hmm. like my previous relationships, they're either toxic or controlling or this and that, and I'm like, oh, red flags. But this, <laughs> this time it's like... Okay, there's some differences. Yeah. But it's like, okay, like this is me getting to my mature side as an adult now. It's like, okay. Ah. It's, it's weird. Like I can't explain it. Like being in a relationship with someone that is so different to me, like he's the complete opposite to me. Like you've met him. Yeah. Like complete opposite. Yeah, he's very like chill. Very chill. Back, yeah. He's very organized. Stoic, yeah. Structured. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a huge bum. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to... Ah. Yeah. 
He's got a bunda. He's got a bunda. Yeah. So yeah, it's been it's been different kind of being with someone. Obviously, he's American. Mm-hmm. I'm from London. So it's yeah, different cultural backgrounds, but yeah, it's nice. I feel like I'm in my adult era. How do you feel about uh, the difference in dating between like American guys and UK guys? I mean, I've only ever dated one, and that's my current. And I, it's such a breath of fresh air. Because the guys that I used to date back home are just... I've had restraining orders. Mm. I've had, like... I've had some of my exes arrested. Like, it gets deep when right. it comes to people that I used to date. You were dating roadmans. Yeah, I was dating roadmen. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were pushing peas. Yeah, they were pushing peas. They're food. They... Yeah, it's been different. It's been different dating the, my current guy. I haven't kind of openly... I mean, I've spoke that we're together, but I haven't, like, shown him on social media or anything like that at the moment because... And I know that everyone wants me to, and it's kind of... I just believe in spiritual energy, and I just don't want anyone's negative energy in the relationship just yet, if you know what I mean. Yeah, you want you want something to yourself. I feel like when yeah. you're on TV, mm-hmm. you sort of... I spoke about this, like, with somebody recently. Almost like you, you're not... A human to mm-hmm. other people, really? Yeah. You're, you become like a product you're in a, a sense? Yeah, a product, yeah. Or like you become this Well, you're entity. a character. Yeah, you become a character and yeah. people get invested. And there's, it's nice to have something that's like yours mm-hmm. that like nobody else kind of has. So yeah. I understand you keeping it a secret. And yeah, definitely. What about you? What about me? Well, are you like <laughs> shagging anyone or like you're in a relationship? <laughs> uh, right now, no. I've just been super busy. But... There was someone that I was talking to for a bit, which was... <gasps> when? We met at Coachella. Just, oh, okay. Yeah. And guess guess what she was? What? Just guess where she was from. Guess where she was from? Yeah. London? No. Canada? No. Why are you asking me to guess if I'm not going to be able to guess? Well, I mean, I thought it was just like a given. Oh. Like what? American? Would be. Just think. It hurts to think. <laughs> um... Come on. Scotland. Perfect match. Perfect match. Panama. I don't know, Dom. From Australia. <laughs> Does it not give you PTSD All, every the time. Australian accent? <laughs> every time. Like, why would you, every, why would every you do time. that to yourself? I don't know what it, it's just like. It just. I feel like they just keep sucking me back in oh, to that wow. place. I've dated a lot of Australians, I realize, when I look at my track Okay, you might have a type. Australians. Mm. Yeah. Are you more of a... Steering, try and steer away from that. Brunette blonde, or are you not that No, I'm not I'm not that specific. You're kind of just like... I'm not that specific. If I love you, I love you. Yeah, that's pretty much it for me. I don't have, like, a specific type. As long as it's, like... Honestly, as long as you're funny and you make me laugh, and it's just, Mm -hmm. like... So did this girl break your heart then, or...? No, it's just she's long distance far away, oh. you know? Oh, okay. Yeah, and I was just like, I started having the PTSD again. I just like, you know what? Oh, no, you not, step back. Not- <laughs> you ghosted her then. You bloody ghosted her. No, I didn't ghost her. I didn't okay. ghost her. She, she went back to Australia and she, she's pretty, she has a, owns like a pretty big business and okay. stuff. She's a busy woman. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I got some stuff going on here. You got some stuff going on there. Yeah. You, take care of that i just think right now for me especially after the show and everything that happened and then the show airing i'm like i just have to focus on me and what i'm doing now yeah and if somebody comes along and they're fun then you know 
we'll date and we'll see where it goes. But I'm not actively looking for anything mm-hmm. right now, I'll say. Here's the other thing, too. Okay, tell Here's me. Here's the other thing, too. Tell me. Because after the mole, I wasn't really, like, anybody in a sense, right? But now, like, after the show and people know who I am and I'm in these circles of influencers, I'm finding that if you if I try to date someone, like, you know, who's not in this world, then it's like either they haven't seen the show or they have seen the show, so they're dating me because of... Or they say that they haven't, but they have. But they have. Or they haven't seen the show, and then they find out you're on a show, yeah. and they watch the show, yeah. and now their perception of you changes because of the show. Mm. I feel like it would be more clouty stuff. Yeah, or because that. Because you're good looking, you've got a great personality, oh, you, you're not. in touch with your emotions, and you were on a Netflix show. I'm an so idiot, it's like, I'm a dumbass. No, you're not. I thought Alaska was a country. But what I'm trying to say is like, so I, I did actually go on a date with an influencer once. Okay. And Once. Like, like recently, like maybe like, I don't know, like a month and a half ago. Okay. I went on a date with an influencer. And then shortly after, I thought the date was good. Mm-hmm. And then shortly afterwards, she like made a TikTok about the date and like didn't say who I was. But like alluded followers? to who I was. How many followers did she have? She has quite a lot of followers. Okay. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, well, I'm not going to go on dates. And then you're just going to like give me a review. <laughs> like imagine on... if you actually slept with her. You know what and I mean? She started sizing you up on the camera. Yeah. Like I, it was not like we went out for, for food and <laughs> like it was nice. I need to watch this TikTok. No, I, like, I will never tell anyone what it is. I'm but, itching to know what this is. But it was like, I d- wasn't even like tight. I just saw it and it, I knew that she was like alluding to me and my date. And I was like, well, that's just like, it sucks that everything becomes content. Mm-hmm. when like, Yeah, yeah. I feel like I stand out like a sore thumb out here. Because in London, we're not like that. Mm-hmm. Whereas in LA, it's like everywhere you go, you have to have your selfie light. Yeah. Like everywhere you have to go, it's like. <gasps> everything becomes content at a certain yeah, point. Yeah. Which is like, why is like, oh, I don't want to date an influencer or yeah. a TikToker or anything. You have your own world. right. Yeah. I mean my partner is very He's very private. Very private. Yeah. Like which is nice. Super private. To the point where I'm scared of even showing him on social media. Yeah. Because he's the type of guy to like read the comments. To like because he, he hasn't grown the thick skin with the social media world just yet, even though he has had to deal with that through his job mm-hmm. and people slandering him and whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully he'll start to grow a thick skin to it. But then at the same time, I want to protect him, you know? He's like my little yeah. baby. I'm like, I don't want to expose you. Yeah. What do you think about dating apps? Now you've been on a show, would you ever go on like, I don't know, like the generic dating apps? You know, I've never, I went on a dating app once. I went on Tinder and the first swipe was my coworker. That was, that, at the time, which then became my girlfriend for three years. Oh, wow. The first swipe. So I've never been on a dating app since I was like, yeah, I kind of you know won. I kind of won there. So. Yeah, but you know, it, you know it works. But I, I'm like, I, I dived in that pool. I caught a, I caught a nice little, you fish. know, a nice little fish, a nice little prize. Nice little uh, sa- N- s- salmon. Nice, yeah, nice little. Smoked salmon. Yeah, nice smoked. Yeah. Why would I catch a smoked salmon in the ocean? She's smoking. No? Yeah. Yeah. Do you find like you, are you usually like date somebody to get over people? Like do you usually like, do you date a lot like naturally? Do you go on a lot of dates? 
I feel like I just fall into relationships. Mm-hmm. Do you actively pursue or do you find like guys just, just come up to you and... I mean... Guys, how many guys come up to you in a day? None. I, I, bollocks. I'm telling you now. Absolute bollocks. I'm telling you now, right? No one approaches me. Really? Like no one. And I'm not lying. Like everyone's like, what do you mean? Uh, like I'm telling you now, when I go out to a nightclub, no one approaches me. And I've told all my friends, they're like, oh, it's because you're intimidating. And I'm like, me? I'm not intimidating. Like, I mean, I'm, you, 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 do, you do come across as like very mature yeah, and but very, very like smiley. powerful. Smile, thank you. Very, yeah. Smiley is very inviting, you know? Yeah, I feel like I'm the opposite. Like, yeah. I feel like I should look intimidating just because, like, I'm You're a cute massive too, black guy covered in tattoos. <laughs> um, but I feel like I should be intimidating, but people come up to me so often. Mm-hmm. And it's not, nece- it's not necessarily to be, like, oh, like, hitting on me. It, it could just be, like, a lost elderly woman, and she's like, can you, do you know where everything is? And I'm like... <gasps> Oh, yeah, you just go this way. And she's like, I love that sweater. Where'd you get? And I'm talking for like 20 minutes. And I think to myself, like, you should be terrified of me. (laughs) (laughs) What did I do? What is it that you just were like, you looked around the room and you're like, he's the guy that I'm going to ask. Six, five, black guy covered in tattoos. Yeah. I'm going to get his help. He's the one. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, no, I just, I think, uh, I don't know. Maybe people just don't want to come up to me. Are you socially awkward? No. If anything, I go out of my way to make friends. I mean, people come up to me to, like, take photos or, like, talk to me about the shows and stuff. But when it comes to guys talking to me or getting my number, it's a no-go. Have you ever dated or slept with, like, someone who, like, was a fan of you on the show? No. No? Never. No, 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 no. Have you? No, no, no. I think, like, I've thought to myself, like... That's like pretty weird. I think that's just, I don't know what, what the right word I could say here, but I think it's very like, it's almost like, you know, when someone's really, really drunk and then you kind of make a move on them, it's kind of on that same Yeah, bracket. it kind of like, it feels you're like filthy. using it yeah. to an extent to like put yourself on a pedestal. Yeah, but I feel, have... I feel bad when it's like, like, oh my God, I loved you on a show. Like, you know, can we go out? Can, we, can I get your number or whatever? Yeah. Like that. And I'm like, I don't want to like be mean or reject. But I also feel like if I go on a date, it's kind of like I'm taking advantage. What happens? Like, right. You know uh, what happened to me at stage? I went to Stagecoach last week. Yeah, okay. And it wasn't like the same. It was kind of like similar vibes. Yeah. But I was in front of, you know, Coach, I was that big Ferris wheel. Mm-hmm. I was like in front of the Ferris wheel. I was walking past and this girl comes up to me. She's like, oh my gosh, like it's on my bucket list to go on someone's shoulders. Um, in front of the Ferris wheel, right? And I was like, oh. Get on mine. I was like, yeah. But I was in my, I asked him, just any random strangers? Like, she's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like thinking like, she has no idea who I am, right? She just wants to get on She just wants to shoulders. get on someone's shoulders and take a picture on the Ferris wheel. And I'm that's like, I'm, me. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, yeah, this is amazing. Yeah, I would love to help you with this bucket list. So I put her on my shoulders. I <laughs> lift her up. How old was this girl? I don't, I don't know. She had like. 20s? Yeah, 20s, something. Put her on my shoulders. Woo, happy time. She's like, thank you so much for that. Blah, blah, blah. What's your name? I'm like, I'm Dom. Or no, I didn't, I didn't even say my name or anything like that. I was just like, oh, have a nice time. Blah, blah, have a great time. I kid you not, like five minutes later, she posted on like her Instagram with my tag and everything. She's like, thank you. Don't call Dom for the lift. You're the best. 
We're having such so much fun at sea. I'm like, what? I thought you didn't know. Who I was. She, she, I was a, like, she got she's me. A genius. She got me. She got she's the clicks. Yeah, she's she's a genius. And now let's cut to a quick commercial break. Have you or a loved one been recently damaged by AI generated chatbot? Have you been catfished by a computer to go on a date and found yourself scammed for thousands of dollars? Or maybe you found yourself in the middle of a low-budget reality dating show surrounded by dozens of sweaty camera ops hanging on your every word? Well, don't call Dom. Instead, call 1-800-DOM-CARES. You may be entitled to compensation for your time. And we're back. So, you know, as the world knows, and, you know, you experienced it firsthand with me throughout the entire thing. Millions of others know. Yeah. (laughs) Millions of people know. And seen. And seen. And witnessed. And, yeah. (laughs) Cried with me or laughed at me crying. Yeah. I've dealt with my fair share of heartbreak Mm -hmm. on Perfect Match a couple times. Um, Yeah, I don't know which one to talk about because I feel like both of them were kind of different. Like, I feel like what happened on the show, um, you know, when I got left for someone else, there was, like, a piece of that that was, like, I felt humiliated Mm -hmm. at the same time as, like, obviously I was sad and um, heartbroken. I was humiliated. There were so many emotions. And I'm usually somebody, when I go through heartbreak, like, I want to disappear. I want to vanish. And, you know, on the show, that's I mean, you couldn't. It, it, yeah. you were forced yeah, to I was, be like to, to just deal with it just mm-hmm. deal with it head on which I, I'm in hindsight I am grateful for that I was able to stay there and deal with that heartbreak but at the moment like you can even see in the show like I wanted to leave like I was packing up my stuff I was like I'm leaving and I remember when I even when I broke up with my girlfriend um, of like three years funny enough I want I was like I'm just gonna move countries <laughs> like I was like looking at like holiday work visas like wow I was like I'm gonna go to the U camp like that's my first instinct when like just run just run because yeah. I just I don't want to deal with the heartbreak I don't want to see that person ever again I just want to vanish at that moment so for me it was like that's usually how I deal with things I just run mm-hmm. but on the show I had to I had to deal with it head yeah. on you know and I think that that allowed me to kind of like confront your emotions yeah confront yeah. my own emotions which like I had I'd, I've never done it, and I, I was able to do that. Unfortunately, I had to confront my emotions with the entire world. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, was you know, and, and, and a villa full of 50 crew members. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, even when I was watching that, even though I was with you in the villa, watching yeah. it back, I just felt so connected to you as a human being because that is how any normal person would react. Thank you. In any situation like that. Yeah. But it's a bit dramatic, but No, but <laughs> No, because at the end of the day, like I how many times have I cried over a guy not texting me back? You know? Yeah. So it's like you were actually in a villa with this girl. Like said the L word was with each other like every second of every day for like however many days or weeks. And then you had to stand there and watch Yeah. Things unfold, you know? Yeah, and it's like, I feel like anybody can relate to like you get heartbroken. It's like I don't want you don't want to see that person with somebody else afterwards or kissing somebody mm-hmm. else or whatever. And it is hard when you're on the show dealing with something like that when it's like you are with that person twenty four seven. You wake up with them, you spend the entire day with them. You go yeah. to like one day feels like like two weeks, like a week. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. when you're dating in the real world, you see someone like three hours at a time, mm-hmm. first date, second date, whatever like that. This time it's like it's all 
grouped in one and you have no distractions and you're in this like how do you feel like you, you got over that heartbreak like what were the things that you had to do or to like come to terms with for you to actually realize i need to get over this and just continue trying to find love i think first off it was like it was ines like they showed a bit of our conversation but she spoke to me and she was like she kind of like checked me mm-hmm. like for real like she was like you need to just like shut the hell up and deal with it you mm-hmm. know it happened move on like you're here for a reason don't ruin this opportunity like you you're, you're here to find love you're here to find somebody that's um here for you which you know we'll talk about that next one like that, that ultimately didn't happen but <laughs> um but it was that conversation and you know her telling me to what we were just talking about, confront those emotions. And I think mm-hmm. me being able to be in touch with my emotions at that point and just like feel it all and cry and be down and and just hit rock bottom allowed me to just wash it all away yeah. and then move on. Well, the only way is up after hitting your bottom. Exactly. And I hit the bottom. I was in tears. <laughs> I was in shambles. There was a point... I remember we, because we watched it together, actually. And I we thought, I thought <laughs> and we were going to kick the TV screen in. I was like, oh, no. Because I was watching myself, and I was like, I'm watching myself on the screen, and I'm like, there was a point I'm like, dude, I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> like, I'm like. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember seeing was, you like that. Yeah, because no one saw it. No it was one like, saw you No like one that. saw me like that. Because it was all in interviews. Yeah, and it felt like I was by myself, but I wasn't. Like, I was actually, like... Being filmed. Yeah. Like, it was, a, like, a masterful performance that I was putting on of dramatics. Like, I was like, who is this guy right now? But I was, it was like, I was truly heartbroken. Dumb, literally, like, you were on the mole, right? That is not a dating show. Yeah. And I feel like you going on to your first dating show with other people who have already been on multiple was, Netflix shows. And that was, that's another thing, like the big picture of stuff is like walking in. I was I already felt like I was nobody. Yeah. And that's something I've dealt with my entire life is like I've always felt like I wasn't good enough. And then it's like when I finally feel like I'm good enough, like, oh, I'm going to be on a TV show. Like I mm-hmm. made it. Oh, your TV show is with people that have already made it. You're at the bottom of that. So it's like I'm walking in with people that already know each other. They're already established. So I already felt like I the wasn't, bottom. I was at the bottom and I wasn't worthy. You know, like a lot of people don't know, like I went into that show like in debt. Like I was like negative of like hundreds of dollars. My friend had to send me money, pay my bills. Like mm-hmm. the clothes I was wearing, I got from like, I'm not going to say the brand, but I got it from a brand that like I could do payments because I was like, okay, I'll pay the first thing. And then by the time my paycheck comes for a perfect match, I could pay for mm-hmm. that. So I was already kind of like down bad. So when all that happened, it was like everything just hit me at once. Yeah. You know what I mean? Imposter syndrome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was insane. No, but let me just kind of lift you up a little bit. Um, even though I've been on multiple Netflix shows yeah. and done multiple things and know most people in the industry, I still feel like you. Like any show that I walk into, like no matter what other people's perceptions of me are, like whether they think that I'm this Netflix queen or someone that's just whatever... I still have to work on myself every day to make myself feel like I am not at the bottom anymore. And mm-hmm. like no one, no money, no job, no nothing can make you feel like you are something unless you put the work into yourself. Yeah. And you did that on the show, you know, like you, you got dropped, you picked yourself back up. 
and you continued your journey with Georgia. And I mean, I feel like, yeah, but you, you went through it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it was one of those things where like, you picked yourself back up. Yeah. And then you won. But did I win really? <laughs> I, I, I just, I was so shocked because none of us thought that we were, we were going to win. Like none of us. We were just like, oh, whatever. It's going to be Joey and Carousel. And then when you guys won, I was like, that's insane. Did you see Francesca's face when you guys won? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah. Everyone was so shocked. I feel like the, like, every, like, the entire cast was, like, in... Like, what is, even I was like, what is going on right now? Yeah, because I think probably people voted for us mm -hmm. because, like, I feel like, we, like, I did have a lot of, like, friends in the house and yeah. people that, like, because obviously I was there for a long time, so everyone that was in and out kind of saw me in Georgia. You know what I mean? And maybe, I don't know what their thought process was behind picking. I didn't pick you. I wouldn't know. Did you not? <laughs> I'm, joking. I'm joking. I voted I for you guys. No, I did. I did. Yeah. I voted for you in Georgia. Yeah. That's an exclusive, by the way. Yeah. Doo -doo. Doo -doo. Get the drum guy. Yeah. But then, yeah, I picked myself up, won the show. But then, obviously, after the show, other things happened. And that was another thing where it was like, you know, with everything happened with Francesca, it was like, I dealt with that in the moment on the show. Yeah. But then afterwards, it was kind of like, that happened after the show. I couldn't talk about it. And then I had, then I knew leading up to the show that people were going to find out about it. Yeah. I mean, but listen. And I tried my best because I wanted to avoid that. I mean, you know more than anyone that I want, like, that's all I could talk about was like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want it to come up. Like, I'm just going to let it, mm -hmm. let it try to go under the radar. Yeah. And then I mean, shit just kind of hit the fan. A lot of shit hit the fan. I'm just so glad that I wasn't like involved in it. Because <laughs> normally I am. <laughs> normally it's like previous shows that I've been on that have just been a shit show. But listen, you've handled yourself well throughout it all. And I feel like you're in a new era now. This is your era to just kind of shine. Yeah. And you just. But I feel like I've become the heartbreak guy. Don't pigeonhole yourself to that <laughs> specific type. But you are an advocate. Yeah, I'm a heartbreak <laughs> to advocate. To someone who has been through multiple yeah. heartbreaks. Not just multiple, but in such a short amount of time. Yeah. I mean, yeah, With in a short amount of time. With two of the hottest women in reality TV. <laughs> Lost them both. <laughs> Lost them both in quick succession. <laughs> like... What for sure, it? you have a point. Like, not even a month apart. Yeah, it was, bang, bang. Like, <laughs> that's like, I hate, like, when people say they're like, no, but you got, like, the two most attractive, gorgeous women on Netflix. And it's like, and I lost them immediately. <laughs> Literally, like, within seconds. Yeah, bang, bang, but, dropped. <laughs> so what advice would you give to me? If I was, like, someone listening right now and I was going for a heartbreak... What would be your go-to? Cry. Okay. Yeah. Feel your emotions. Feel it out. Cry. Yeah. Whatever emotion you're feeling, just just deal with it. I normally just get like chronic diarrhea. Oh. Yeah. I mean, that's one way to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. Chronically? Like. <laughs> like, <laughs> like paint in the toilet like Mona Lisa. Like nonstop. Nonstop. Like, like hourly? So I get, I've got IBS. And I'm not one of these fake girls that have IBS. I've actually been diagnosed with it. I, uh, <laughs> I get really bad cramps when I get anxious. Mm. And then it just TMI. 
No, that's fine. Chronic diarrhea, heartbreak diarrhea. I have different diarrheas for different moods, I think. Like, so you have one for anxiety, yeah. one for heartbreak. Yeah. Do you have any for like excitement? Yeah. You have like happy It's called diarrhea? the nervous, the nervous, oh, poo, yeah. Yeah, nervous poo. Mm -hmm. How much are you pooing? At least six times a day. Six? Mm. I don't... What, is that not normal? <laughs> Do I need to call my doctor? <laughs> is that not normal? It's a, no? it's a bit excessive. No. Yeah. They're big ones too. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I feel like I've probably had top five most memorable heartbreaks of all time. I think so. I think I put myself in, if I had to put like a Mount Rushmore of heartbreaks, I'd probably put like Ryan Gosling, um, Rachel McAdams, The Notebook. <laughs> and then you. <laughs> Yeah, I'd probably put me right next to that. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, like tied as number one. No, like a Mount, you know what Mount Rushmore is? Right, you're from the UK. Yeah. I'm Canadian, but I know what Mount Rushmore is. It's like the mountain. It's like a big rock where like there's like the presidents are on there. Okay. Like four presidents. And you're on I don't the know rock. what presidents that are up there. I honestly, I don't know how they made Mount Rushmore. Because it's like a mountain, but there's faces on the mountain. Okay. And I don't know how they accomplished <laughs> that. Aliens. Do you think so? Aliens. It's my answer to everything. That's actually quite impressive, considering like they didn't have the technology at the time. They don't need technology, Dom, when they have hammers. And dinosaurs. But I'm saying it in a sense of like, if they're doing it, how would they know what they're doing piece by piece, right? Like they would have to have someone like down there looking at the whole thing, being like dynamite to the left. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wow. I'd love to be in your head just for a day. So yeah, I would put myself on the Mount Rushmore of heartbreaks for sure. Like Ryan Gosling, Rachel McAdams, <laughs> me, me, Francesca, next one over, me, Georgia, next one over. <laughs> yeah. So, but that's, I mean, that's just my story. Like I haven't got anything near to yours as my, as my heartbreaks. I feel like I do most of the heartbreaking. Really? Yeah, I don't mean to though. No, I feel like I'm very aware when I date someone if they are right for me or not. Mm -hmm. And I normally find that out within two, three months. So if I date someone, I'm all in. Like, mm -hmm. I love you. We yeah. are moving in together. I'm going to have your babies. <laughs> and then if I just find, find out that they're, they're I don't know. If they're just not fitting in my life, or if they're, if they make me feel a certain way, that I pick up on that a lot. Like if I don't feel like I can be myself around that person and they're holding me back from like being free mentally and physically and whatever, then I'm like, you're not the one. And I just cut it off. And I, now saying it out loud, that's probably quite toxic of me, isn't it? Yeah, it sounds like this. Like you don't really. You've been gaslighting me the whole time, thinking that you deal with heartbreak. No, I when do you're the deal, heartbreaker. I'm the heartbreaker, but I feel like the reason I've been pushed into that because when I first started dating, I was with this guy who was like really abusive. Then I was with this other guy who was like extremely narcissistic, and I don't chuck that word around lightly. Like many women do, I'm mm -hmm. like. Mm, I'm not just going to diagnose someone with narcissism. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was really bad. Like to the point where we had to go to couple therapy for like months and 
we broke up and then I went to like six months worth of intense therapy. It was a really dark, depressive time of my life. And after that, it was like, do you know what? Not every relationship's going to work out and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like, why do I have to force myself and stay in a relationship and stay in that relationship when I don't feel happy just because I'm scared of hurting that other person? Mm-hmm. If not every relationship's meant to work out, you know. So I feel like me going through that massive heartbreak <laughs> has just turned me into some like just savage. Like, yeah, I love you, I have feelings for you, but we're not gonna work. Sorry. I can't see myself having your kids. Yeah. If I can't see someone having my kids, then I honestly I get that. Like I'm in a sense like sometimes I'm so loyal to someone that even if I don't see it working Mm -hmm. i try my best to make it work i always try and push towards the edge and that's like a deeply rude thing because you know i never had a family i never had like two parents to look at that had like a a perfect relationship so i kind of strive for that in my Mm -hmm. everyday life that's why i work so hard towards things because i never had dad because he left i don't know where he went maybe he went to go get some milk and then he got lost in the aisle. Over time, they introduced more dairy items, and he just didn't know which one to bring back. He's probably still there, but that's a whole other topic that we'll get I've into never it another heard time. That <laughs> All right, you heard our tales about heartbreak. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to answer your questions. First fan question is: My friend has a boyfriend that I hate. Oh, oh. <laughs> starting okay. off strong. Yeah. <laughs> starting off strong. Immediate left turn, and that treats them badly. Should I say something? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, if that was me and my best friend's boyfriend was treating me badly and I hated them, I feel like I would have to tell my best friend. And yeah. if she didn't leave him, I would be very annoyed. Yeah. Would you ever confront the boyfriend? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't do it slyly. Yeah. If you're going to do it, do it properly. Yeah. You know. You would just straight be like, hey. I would just, yeah. I would say, can we have a chat? I don't like the way you're behaving. Matter of fact, I don't like you. Yeah. Because of this, this, and this. Yeah. So I would just have that conversation. If you have valid points, <laughs> if it's just kind of, if they're not factual points as to valid reasons why you don't like this guy. Yeah, if it's just like, oh, he gives me a bad vibe. Yeah, then really... probably don't make him feel uncomfortable yeah. and ruin your best friend's relationship <laughs> because of that. Yeah. But if you have like a strong gut feeling because of a certain specific reason, follow it. Yeah, I feel the same way. I feel like I would confront the boyfriend like i think it's like if it was you what would you say i'm the boyfriend here i'm dialing myself right now dialing you yeah ring 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 decline (laughs) text you're a piece of shit don't call me ever again stop talking to stephanie period love it Next question. My friend is cheating on their significant other, and I don't think it's okay. What should I do? Miss oh. Reed. So I'm just trying to put myself in their shoes. So you're, so like, say if, I, say if you had a, I, you're my friend. Yeah. And you're dating someone. And I'm cheating on them. Oh. I feel like. It's okay. I would have to plant seeds in your mind. Like, I would have to say to you, like, Dom, come on. Yeah. Like, you're how old? You're sort gr- your shit out. You're going to be like, Do you want a mum? Do you want a baby mum? Or do you want a wife? Mm. That kind of, I felt hurt by that. Like, you actually, Yeah, like, like that, you need to call your friend yeah. out. <laughs> Don't just go to the boyfriend or the significant other and say, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. 
I don't understand like the concept of cheating. I'm just like, if you're not with somebody, leave them. Just leave them. Yeah. Like I don't understand like doing something behind their back or mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I'm not into this person anymore. I want to be with this person. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm not into you anymore. I want to be with this person. Yep. Or don't, well, don't say that. Don't say like, I want to be, that is a little hurtful. Well, just kind of, it's just not working of, out. Yeah, it's not working out and then get out of the situation. Yeah. Have you ever cheated? Yeah. Oh, okay. I cheated when I was no, when I was young, when I was younger. I was like fifteen. Did you have anyone call you out? No. You, I, I did ended you get it. away with it? I ended it straight after. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like it was a a thing that happened and I was like, ah, but it was towards the end and right. I was like, ah completely yeah. yeah. I've never cheated. This is awkward. Yeah. <laughs> I'm abs- I'm like absurdly loyal, almost to the point where like I'm disgusted at myself at how loyal I am sometimes. I mean, like if we like if we were dating, like if I'm dating somebody, I'd be like, here's a password to my phone, here's a password to my laptop. Yeah, here's but then my do you security do number. you feel like you have to f- get that reciprocated? No, I'm just like, hey, here's everything. Okay, perfect. I, there's nothing to hide. Okay. You're going out with the girls. I'll I'll be here watching anime on the couch, eating pizza until you get back. Oh, wow. Welcome you with open arms or I'll have a slice of pizza on my stomach passed out. You need to do an episode where it's like teaching guys to do the same thing. Like other guys to to look at you and to feel your energy. You need to teach these men. Well, I just feel like if you're, if I'm with you, right, then I, I shouldn't be with you if I don't trust you. Yeah. Right? And you shouldn't be with me if you don't trust me. Yeah. And if I have nothing to hide, why can't you go through whatever you want to go through? If I have something to hide, then I wouldn't. And I'm not trying to like put anyone on the spot or anything like that. I'm just saying for me personally. It's like, uh, you got any fun? let me go for your phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why won't you give me your password? <laughs> yeah, it's, all, it's just almost like if, if you're dating someone and you're like, oh, can I see your phone? Like, why would I ever like be like, oh, just give me a second. Just like, here. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm the opposite. Only because I'm very much like, it's my privacy. You can go through my phone if you have a reason to go through my phone, but you're not just going to invade my space for no reason. Yeah, I'm not saying I wouldn't be with anyone that would ask for my phone. Mm-hmm. But let's say, for instance, like we're on the couch and like you don't have your phone on you. You want to look something up? Yeah. Here, like, here, here, babe. Here, here, Use my phone. Yeah. Look Love that. Look it up. And then I'm, you know, I'll take off. And if you want to look through the camera roll, you'll probably find SpongeBob memes. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's literally it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love these little questions. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, I just wanted to say, I love you. Thank you so much for having me on. I love you. Thank love you, you for being my first guest. You're I can't believe I'm the first amazing. guest. You're the first one on Domi's World. starting the standards You're the first person strong. I've met in this world. Oh, wow. Yeah. So thank you for coming by. I hope everyone I appreciate you. My I love you so much. I love you. Um, not in a romantic sense because I respect your boyfriend and your relationship so much. Thank you. I just want to make that clear. So appre- if you're watching He will this, appreciate that. The amount of respect that I have for this relationship that you guys have is immense. <laughs> <laughs> All right? I want to make that so clear. Anyways. Anyways. Okay. Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just gets so aggressive. I this? Res- you have no idea how much I respect your goddamn relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Where can everyone find you? You can you have find any projects me. coming up? Any... Things you're working on, anything you want to plug? I can't mention anything just yet. But what I can say, oh no, I can say it, yeah. I have a show coming out on the 15th oh. um, of this month of May. I don't know when this podcast airs, but it's only it's only in the UK. So sorry, guys. If you want to download an 
a legal VPN or yeah. illegally stream it. Not joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you can find me on Chloe Veach official on Instagram, and it's Chloe Veach on TikTok. My TikTok's been blowing up recently, thanks yeah. to you, because you taught me a lot from TikTok. But yeah, That's thanks for do. having me on. I love you. I love and, you uh, too. And guess what? You're yeah, done. <laughs> What's going on, Dom? What's on your mind? Well, Mr. Beanie, I was recently on this dating show and I went through this public heartbreak. And I just don't know now if I should open up again, if I can even open up. It's like my, my great-grandpa always used to say, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. Mainly because they didn't have enough money for fertilizer. So just make some more money. Mr. Beanie, that sounds a bit toxic. But I think I get the gist of what you're saying. <laughs> That's it for our show, everyone. I hope you loved it. And make sure to come back for episode two. So sorry to Tara Swift. We ran out of time. But maybe she'll be back next week. <laughs> Don't forget to follow, rate, and review Domi's Road wherever you guys get your podcasts. And subscribe to Past Your Bedtime on YouTube for full video episodes. And we'll see you next week. Hit it, Johnny. Johnny.